Well, I'm not running to the chapel. I'm listening to Sean Geek Podcast on seanmckinsey.ca. Do it now! Welcome to the Sean Geek and Fast Rep Podcast with me, your host, Sean Geek, and special guest, special co-host this week will be this lady. Yay! Karen! <laughs> Yay, thanks for having me back. <laughs> oh, we're so overdue. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the last two months of life have been complicated. Yeah, it's just passing by. <laughs> just like not enough time yeah i i don't know about you i've been glued to the news pretty nonstop for the last two months because yeah. it directly affects my job oh yeah. yeah the news has been kind of uh depressing <laughs> yep. stressful <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i've had maybe a few too many drinks over the last two months <laughs> coping mechanism i guess i don't know it's been yeah, crazy. a mixture of that on our end like it's a mixture of that um uh all the shows that we've been watching yeah. <laughs> and then uh i have been playing uh that new pokemon game quite a bit <laughs> the, 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 the cell phone one or the actual console one no the uh, the uh, the console one uh they released um kind of like an open world third person uh uh pokemon game okay so you could actually like see the pokemon hiding in the grass and... oh so like sandbox ish yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the format is completely different. It reminds me of like um, a Breath of the Wild Zelda. Um, so the graphics are the same. Story is Pokemon, but it's like the very new. So um, very engaging. So that's where my time is divided. <laughs> is that a Switch game exclusively? It's a, it's a Switch game. Yeah. Oh boy, I bet you my girls would love it. Yeah, yeah, they would. They steal my phone to play it on the phone, like the phone one. Yeah, yeah. They they watch the cartoons. They watched Detective Pikachu recently. Like they're all over it. All oh no, it's it's super super fun. <laughs> I think the Switch is the way to go. I think with my kids, like they're mm-hmm. so into video games that I don't know. And then they can do like multiplayer games, right? Like you just need one console, and then they can um, play together. They yeah. do. We do have a small TV in in their bedroom and if or I, the thing I, can be their screen <laughs> oh yeah i guess yeah they can play around yeah. on that right yeah because mm. they could play and then sylvia and i could play yeah and like, then everyone's happy everyone's happy yeah <laughs> yeah especially sylvia <laughs> yeah <laughs> the we have a mario party on there and it can have like four people local remote or something so that's how we play with some of our friends like we have a friend who works in um up north also oh, Thompson okay. and yeah and we would play like Mario Party with them so I'm sure the girls would like that too I wasn't intending to be a video game talk but I'm actually like right <laughs> into it so can I ask more questions <laughs> yeah so with the switch are you able to there's some games that are cross-platform play mm-hmm. is the switch able to cross-platform with anyone else I I think it depends on the game I have I have not played anything that oh no um 
Twilight Monster Hunter is a cross-platform, okay. so that worked. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Mm, we have. So, um, we have yeah, they 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 made the game so beautiful now because I, I I wasn't into Nintendo as well for a while. I haven't had a Nintendo game for so long, and then I looked at the graphics, and they've improved it, and there's so many new games now. So. Yeah, and Monster Hunter, I really played a lot of Monster Hunter. So when it came out, I was like, I'm in. I can play it on the Switch. And that's cross-platform, eh? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. We own yeah. Monster Hunter, too. Yeah. We have that one. Oh. Yeah. No way, I have to try that. I'm, yeah. I'm wondering, do they have any more uh, adultish games on there? Like like the big Back for Blood is 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 huge right now. Is that, is that available don't... on there? I don't think they have a lot of, uh, that's the only thing, they, I don't think they have a lot of like shooting games, like they have a lot of uh, RPG games for, so that's, uh, that's what Alex plays there. Um, and then lots of like group games. So right. it was nice when we could have people over and, um, yeah. or apart, then we could play remotely. So yeah. And is always best for that. Like, yeah. Like Mario Kart and Mario Party and yeah. Smash Brothers, like all those. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Yeah. Because Smash Brothers up to eight. Eight players now, so eight people really? can play. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Their screen is just like chaos, so you can hook it up to the TV. You could play in the little screen. You could play it as a handheld. Yeah. So, um, it's. What do, you, what do you have? You have the the full version then? Yes, I initially had the just the light. Yeah. But then, um, as they released more group games, I was like, I we need to have a separate controller so that we can both play or we could all play because we don't want to buy a second one for that because we don't play it that often. So were you able to, did you have to buy a whole thing or were you able to upgrade what you had to the full system? Like, was there, is there a way I, Yeah, I think you could upgrade. Yeah, you could trade okay. it in, trade in the old one and then get a new one. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know. I keep, I always had a Nintendo until Halo came out. The first Halo. Mm. And then I bought an Xbox just to play Halo with Mark. That was the yeah. only reason I bought it, just for that one game. And he just goaded me, and I played it, and he had me over at his house, and we sat side by side on the couch together, and we're like, yeah. oh my god, this is so good, so cool. It was like GoldenEye, but like 10 times more. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, the Switch is really good like they managed to upgrade the graphics and make it look so beautiful because like some that's my reservation with some of the Nintendo games like like it's not going to look as good as you know an Xbox or a PlayStation right so um and back then when there was a PlayStation uh plus like the PSP the portable one um that one had really good graphics but it was PlayStation um yeah. and Nintendo had nothing at the time so um but no this is such a huge upgrade for them and lots of the games have been beautiful and being able to go handheld to TV is like it's a big thing yeah hugely innovative yeah, and then like the controllers are separate. So the console alone can, comes with two controllers instantly. Who does? And then yeah. Okay. So because like all because the, the 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 controllers on the sides like can separate on their own, so you could use them together. You can use them individually, okay. so two people can play. So yeah, so it's fun. Is there any backward like? Sorry, I'm asking so many questions. <laughs> I'm just, but this is good. This is good nerd talk. No, no, yeah. So is there is there do they have like the old Nintendo games available in the store? Like, can you buy like Mario One, Mario Two, 
I think there's Zelda like games. some people some people are able to do that and they are re-releasing a bunch of games okay. so that it looks nicer there because sure. I'm sure there's a modulator where people can play the old um Nintendo games. Okay. Um, but I think they're re-releasing like a lot of games um for the Switch and um like even games like um I know Assassin's Creed I saw in the market there, so you could you would play Assassin's Creed there now, whereas right. you couldn't before because it's just like such a small compact screen right like yep. diablo i think you can play there um but yeah i think i think your kids will love it and it's so cheap compared to the xbox yeah, absolutely yeah like it's it's less than half the price yeah. it's like 400 or something and i i've seen i i found a series x xbox mm-hmm. for 1500 and i'm like i'm not spending 1500 on a fucking console i'm so yeah <laughs> it doesn't make any sense yeah yeah it's the so consoles crazy. like it's just it's so it's so sad like um like i got my ps5 on um december only because my coworker saw one at uh superstore randomly they were stocking it at superstore of all places oh, okay. so i bought one and was planning to you know upsell it online to get oh, a little sure. bit of money um and then he posted it and i was like well aren't you selling it to me <laughs> So he was like, fine, like if you can pay me 50 bucks more than what I paid for, it's yours. I'm like, okay, thank you. Merry Christmas. Then. <laughs> yeah. So you have so so did you actually sell the PS5? I got the PS5. Like I bought it from my coworker. Yeah, but are you are you going to sell it or are you gonna keep it? Oh, I'm gonna keep it. Like I I had I, I've never got the chance because I was waiting for um when did it release, like like two Christmases ago. I was waiting yeah, for like, right. okay, yeah. I was waiting for like, okay, Boxing Day sale, I'm going to get one. And they're like, they could never have enough stock to, yep. to sell to people. And it was just, it was, it's so hard to, to find. And if you buy online, like from people, like, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> like people just like add so much on it. So it's not worth it. So you got to wait for the right time. And apparently Superstore is the way to go. Yeah, I, I might have to look into that because I know yeah I I can like I'm gonna get an Xbox I'm I'm not gonna switch like there's no mm-hmm. yeah um I don't know I keep seeing the Xbox X and then the Xbox S and the S is like a you know a week I I guess a weaker version of the X but it's like it's four hundred dollars for an S yeah and it's like eight eight hundred to fifteen hundred for an X I'm like what like is it just an xbox one what is the difference well i know there's no there's no dvd drive or or blu-ray drive on it but it's that much of a difference there's got to be a graphics thing too like i don't think the graphics because then the the playstation 5 has the same thing where one has a disc and one doesn't and what's the the difference like a hundred like it's not that much it's not like double yeah uh, there's gotta be. Oh, I feel like I feel so. I feel like for us, for the PlayStation, I think they just took out the yeah. the disc driver, or yeah. whatever. But it's essentially the same thing, so it's not that big of a price difference. Mm. I I just wanted the disc so I could still play the old games there. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We, we 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 still have our 360 games like two consoles ago, you know. Yeah. Well, actually, I still have some Xbox, like the first Xbox. I still have some of those games. So, I don't know. But anyway. Anyway, moving on to the actual show. <laughs> moving on. 
Well, I actually, the one thing I wanted to talk about, and I thought we could use this, and, and I'm surprising you with this, is okay. we are we are now gaming, tabletop gaming. Yeah. So I wanted to get your two cents on it, I guess, because you've gamed before with with Alex, obviously, yeah. right? As we speak, like he's actually playing right now. Oh, nice. <laughs> and nice. that's why I'm down here. Yeah. So like, like you, but you've played, you've played a bit though, right? Right. Yeah. So what, so you're playing Savage Worlds with, 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 with me, the game that I'm running. So it's you and my wife and, and Alex and a couple of guys from work. So yeah. what, what, like, what's your thoughts? Cause you're playing D and D generally, right? Right. Yeah. So what's your two cents? Um, no, first and foremost, like everyone in the group is really fun. And I'm just, I'm not saying it because it's you, but like, <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's actually um, like a good group. I think we have a good group. Um, but I like, I kind of like the, um, I like the card thing a lot <laughs> with yeah. initiatives um, and some of the, the, when we're, when we're battling something, I like the kind of like how that goes, how the format goes. Yep. Um, and it's like, I know every time we, we battle something, there's like a lot of like, okay, let's review and make sure. We get everything we <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny because it's the same thing, yep. but like you, with the different terms, like you always just like have the second guess yourself, like, this is what I need to hit. This is what I need to yep. cause damage. And this is how I roll. Um, but no, I feel like a few well, more, a few more games, like I think yeah. we'll get, we'll get it. Like it'll come, become second nature, but no, I'm really enjoying the story and like where we're kind of going and you almost like in a wish like, I wish this is like every week or something, just so we can find out what's happening next, but I'm sure like uh, scheduling know. is just so hard. Hey, I would play every week. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the issue here. <laughs> But, it's the scheduling of like pulling everyone's schedule, yeah, I think, is the hard part. It is. And that's the thing. When 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 we were all like kids, like really young, I guess, you know, like, mm -hmm. well, like I was, you know, doing tabletop when I was like 12, 13 years old. You know, it was no big thing to, okay, mom, I'm going to my buddy Richard's and, and I just stay there all weekend. We play all weekend long. Yeah. Like it, that was easy back then. Like, what are you going to do? You don't have any kids to look after, you know. Yeah. You know, your obligations to go to Richard <laughs> me when I was at his house playing, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. we'll bring you a sandwich. You guys just keep playing. Yeah. You yeah. know, it was, it was easy. Yeah. But now, because like now, even like, even if we were to, let's say, if we were able to pull off, like, oh, we're going to game for hours, right? Yeah. We're going to do it late at night and we'll game to like, I don't know, two or three. Now yeah. we're tired. Now the next day is a kind of a waste. That's what I always yeah. say, you yeah. know, on the, on the days where we go out and like we have drinks with people. It's like, oh, I dread the morning after because I don't want the next day to be a write-off because <laughs> obviously this evening we're not doing any, there's no chores getting done. Yeah. So I don't want tomorrow to be a write-off. So I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, the adulting is the, is the hurdle. <laughs> Um, Mark, yeah. Mark plays, uh, my buddy, Mark, and he plays remotely. So he's got uh, a camera pointed at his desk mm -hmm. and he's got a headset like I have right now. Mm -hmm. And the camera is pointed at his dice. So mm -hmm. when he rolls and then the screen that he has in front of him is of the, is of the table of the okay. people playing with in Calgary, Edmonton, whatever it is. So he oh. can see the map and he's like, okay, yeah. my guy, 
you know, three hexes. X, whatever. whatever. Yeah. And that's how they, they do it. And he's been doing that with them, I think for God, I'm sure 10 years for sure. And they play once to twice a week. And then they do. I don't know if I like the remote, the, the remote thing for that long. I think he likes it. I think I, he likes playing in person, but you know, there, there's just certain players that are less fun to play around, I guess. Play with. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but he's playing role master, which is a, um, really complicated system like it's really complicated you have like literally multiple dozens of skills and then skill uh, brackets underneath it mm-hmm. i played it before and that gm's really good he's actually a, a professional um writer of games. Oh, okay yeah he's actually he's worked he's actually submitted and worked for i think they're called ice who make role master he's actually submitted stuff to them and they've published it so yeah so he's as a game master like i i played with him too and there was a waiting list to to play with this guy like people were like had to you had to go do a job interview to play with him it was crazy so i managed to get in and just watching how he ran a game was like i've been doing everything wrong up to this point like he really taught me how to like tell the story but let but don't like you can guide the players a little bit but give them enough free will to alter the game and move the game in a different direction and definitely have randomness in there like you're not sure what to do next roll and see what happens yeah. like always you know let the dice you know yeah. help guide the story so right um i i owe a lot to that guy <laughs> that's for sure yeah. I learned well, that's how you learn sometimes like that's why um you know you play with a lot of different groups and you learn you learn your pick up something from every group yep right yeah, yeah. but yeah, uh, i see a lot of the gaming places have um uh D nights now again yeah it's about but time. i don't know yeah <laughs> i don't know I'm, I'm, I'm tired of this being locked in and actually today i had the thought of kind of want to go to the office today <laughs> it was just i don't know no I, i'm not allowed Ah. so but i don't know i there's advantages to working from home but now it's now it's been so long but it's winter so i'm just happy to be at home right now yeah yeah it's just like getting old now (laughs) yeah but um i was just like what i was going to say is so mark plays twice a week and he's older than i am by a couple years Mm -hmm. i'm like okay he's doing it but his kids are also 20 what 21 and 23 or 22 and 24 or something yeah it's like he's able to Mm -hmm. i guess but he prioritizes it and you know yeah it's like oh we have a family dinner sorry i'm gaming right (laughs) like oh that's how he does it like it that's first priority and yeah i don't know plus like i i don't know what he does on the side but like we also do other things so you know it's kind of hard to um make time for everything that's the thing yeah no it's true um i've been reading a lot that's what i've been doing yeah i've read shadow and bone (laughs) yeah well I'm, i'm reading shadow and bone now i just finished they had two grisha verse novels that kind of run parallel that ran mm-hmm. on their own. So I read both of those and those were huge books, small writing, 
like I actually had to have the glasses on to read. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, but it was really, really good. And I finished those two because Sylvie said, you have to read those two first. So now I'm going back to the actual series, which is Shadow and Bone. I just started Shadow and Bone on uh, Sunday or Monday. Maybe it was Monday. No, it was on Monday. And I'm already halfway through the book. Is there a show on that too? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we started watching it. And then Sylvie's like, okay, we have to stop. I'm like, well, why? <laughs> well, because they're blending, they're blending the trilogy and the second series, which is a duology. And they're actually blending both. So she said, I have to finish. So she finished reading all, all of the books. Mm-hmm. And I'm finishing all the books. And then we're going to go and back. And then you watch. can go back to watching. Gotcha. But th- we watched one episode and it was like, this is amazing. And so it was like, the books are like, like she, it made her want to go back and reread the books. So anyway, it's really good. It's, it's, I can't wait to watch it, but I can't wait to read it. Like I literally have it right here. <laughs> It's, it's nice when, because um, uh, the book is different. The experience in reading the book, I love a good book, right? Like you read it and then you, because you're, you're not seeing anything, you're just imagining things. Yes. And, and if it matches the, um, like the feelings in the book, then it's like a great book, right? And yep. then, but to see it, um, the essence of the book in live action and just to see them with the characters that you had in mind and it doesn't or it doesn't necessarily have to match but it just has to be like kind of a good adaptation whether it's exactly the same or not is um that's always the game if you're watching um uh his dark materials uh philip his dark materials like they have a new series on that too okay so they're in uh book two right now so um good uh, it's good. It's good. Much better because they attempted to make a movie with the the Golden Compass yep. back then with Nicole Kidman and all yeah, that, yeah. but uh, it didn't do quite well. Um, it was good though. I liked it. It was good. I, it was good, but I don't think it did well. So no. they never made the other books, or yeah, they didn't make the other books, which is kind of sad. But it was one of my favorite like trilogies. Like it came out around like Harry Potter and all of that, and I was like. Why is no one paying attention to this? Well, I know why. <laughs> you know, I've, never, I've never read those books. The books are really good. It's was, um, and there's yeah. only three. Yeah, I should go. I should go give it a read. Yeah, it's it's quite interesting the perspective and like um, I'm gonna give too much away, but like uh, they do something unique there, and the world is very different and very magical and has its own thing so it was really really creative and um i thought it was a more solid like universe and like harry potter and all of that around that time but again because of the topics that they tackle it, there's like angels and like kind of religion and yep. yeah and all and people off yeah yeah so it's that's why it's not that appealing to kids or other people and but yeah the lot like the c.s lewis books like the lion the witch oh yes yeah that's very there's a big religious kind of ish message in there and that turned a lot of people off and i'm like it's fine Mm -hmm. i don't know i i I like those movies and i want them to finish them but i guess they probably can't because the kids are all they've aged yeah they didn't make it fast enough no yeah we just we we rewatched uh, two of them with uh, the kids to try like we're like hey let's introduce the kids to some cool stuff mm-hmm. they haven't seen before <laughs> like stuff that we grew up on you know like yeah. maybe a book that we read that later got turned into a movie you know like um, E T we just watched E T this weekend and did they like it yeah they did okay 
Ellie had nightmares. <laughs> I didn't, I kind of forgot how scary it was in parts and not scary. Like it wouldn't be scary to us, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the, the whole adults are freaking creepy and they yeah. treat adults in those movies. It's like, it's like um, Charlie Brown or whatever, where the parents, you only see the parents like from like, from waist down. down or waist down and you never yeah. see their faces and it's like that in the movie like you see them walk you see all these i didn't realize out, that and it's it's dark and you see flashlights and you see feet and belts you never see the you rarely see the faces and they're always creepy it's like what are they doing like and yeah. the music is it is portraying them as evil yeah and the the adults are scary and i'm like i remember as a kid being terrified of adults you know, it, because of movies like that, and then what? I, watching it later, I'm like, oh my god! Every single character in this movie is in Stranger Things. Like every. Um, oh yeah, like they, I, they correspond to something. Yep, yep. They they had okay. a they had a tech type, you know, and then they had the good looking, kid, cool kid, yeah, cool, yeah, and then you know the other guy who was a bit of a mouth or whatever, and there was right. like kind of the stereo not stereotypes but um archetypes i should say right yeah and that are used in like everything else like goonies after that because goonies was after i believe yeah goonies was like your your standard like group of kids yeah yeah essentially yeah Yeah. stand by me you know whatever like what was my coworker saying uh well, for me, like I watched those movies and I'm just like, oh my gosh, aliens are so cool. Like they did this. And yeah. I was like more like amazement, but I guess like there are some things in like old cartoon and movies where it is like very scary. Like uh, my coworker was saying like she couldn't show any Disney movie to her, to her kids mm-hmm. who are already like eight and 10 um, because uh, they always cry within the first like 15 minutes because like this there's always music, something in the- yeah the parents die or something someone dies or yep. someone gets lost and so they're like she's like yeah i find like it's so hard like the beast is scary <laughs> you know? oh yeah um before we get into the other stuff there's one more thing i wanted to bring up um yeah podcast i listen to pr- like pretty regularly it's like in, it's in my top five and uh, it's called verbal diorama okay I want you to check it out. She every um, yeah verbal diorama. She uh, M is the host of the show. It's she's a British lady, and uh, this so this is her third anniversary of the show. And every anniversary month, she does animation month, and all she does is review animated films. And this month, she reviewed Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast. Lion King and I think that's where she's at now and she, I guess she's got another one coming and but what she does is she does the history behind the movie like why it got made how it got mm-hmm, made, mm-hmm. any production problems and she did kind of those movies like as a trilogy because for Disney in a way they were a trilogy like it was kind of the same production teams Marvel didn't have any faith in their animation department at that point because they they were kind of flopping Mm-hmm. at that point and little yeah. mermaid turned things around so they, with those three episodes she did she's kind of telling the story of how this happened mm-hmm. how little mermaid happened and how they built up on it in uh beauty and the beast and how that was e- an even bigger film and then lion king which just 
went bonkers right in terms of popularity i think and then no she didn't do aladdin but anyway but the way she tells the stories like you're like oh my god like it makes you want to go back and watch the movie movie right she do, i'm i'm looking at her episode list right now so she does all movies hey yeah all like all and it's 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 stuff you and i watch karen it's yeah yeah kind of stuff she reviews and she has uh, every episode. There's a Keanu. She has a Keanu be- Keanu Reeves bit in every episode. Okay. She's obsessed with Keanu Reeves. Okay. It's kind of adorable. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she, her show is great. And okay. th- th- those three episodes were just like, this is this is those. That's why I listen to her show. She's okay. just like us. She nerds out on the movies hardcore. Right. And I don't know. She's, she's, she's a great lady. I don't okay. know. But yeah, I, yeah. Her, Follow there. And, but she's also, um, she does, her tastes are very much like mine. Like mm-hmm. she likes, she liked Black Widow. She liked, um, she really liked, she did Thor. Yeah. <laughs> she really loved Captain Marvel and she okay. really defended that film. Yeah. And because a lot of people attack that film, you know, for wrong, for the, some of the wrong reasons. Right. You know? And I don't know, just the way she defends films that have strong female protagonists. And her episode, she did an episode of uh, a Buffy one where she did the, the Hush episode, which was, mm. I don't know. Anyway, that's my recommendation. Okay. Oh, cool. She watched Josie and the Pussycats. She did. That's absolutely. Right. She did. Yeah. Yeah, and she had, I think one of her fans actually did the theme song for her show. I, I think it's a fan of her show, like liked the show, and then was a musician and recorded the theme song to the show. And it was like, holy shit, pretty cool. Oh, okay. Anyway, so that's my recommendation. Okay. All right. So what the hell happened in the last few weeks since Christmas? Post Spider-Man. We go, we go start from uh, Doctor Strange and yeah, the most so. recent one. That's yeah. the most recent one, so it's easier to go back. Yeah, so they had, well, they had a trailer at the end of Spider-Man for Doctor mm-hmm. Strange, mm-hmm. which looked cool. Yeah. They didn't really show too, too much. But enough, and, it gave us enough to kind of get excited for it. Yeah. And you and I are already excited. Like, oh, yeah. Like, to stick yeah. our money. Like, like we're not going to go see Doctor Strange too. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. No, let's just go stay home that weekend. No. 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 So the second trailer, though, was released, I guess, a couple of weeks ago now. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I keep going back and watching it every once in a while just to go, did mm-hmm. I see this or did I imagine this? Because there's so much going on. Right. What was your initial reaction when you saw it? Uh, my initial reaction? Rewind this and <laughs> let's it rewatch it because... Um, I think my first, what I do when I see a trailer is, um, the first time I see it, I just watch the main character and like pay attention to what they're doing and what they're saying. And then I know there's something happening in the background and I know it's a lot. So that's why I I feel like I have to rewatch this. And then I'm now watching the background and what's actually happening and what are the other people doing and still a lot. (laughs) So um i think I, I don't know how long this this movie will be but um 
uh, I'm excited just from seeing what they did with WandaVision, Loki, um, the Spider-Man, and uh, now this. Um, I'm, I think our, all our expectations are kind of high. Well, we haven't been let down. No, I mean, no, some people were let down by Black Widow, I guess, but I'm like, yeah, but I don't know. Like, I still really enjoyed the film. Right, right. But, but like, it's a, I think it's the people with, um, have some sort of expectation in mind. Like, I don't know what you expected out of the movie. I don't know if you're expecting some, like, you know, Avengers, like, level. Yeah type of story but um it's not what it's about so if you go and watch the movie without that expectation expecting to watch black widow then you know it'll be achieved and there's no disappointment what what i find in most like uh trilogies or, or like series of films is that the first film is a little more personal and then mm-hmm. you start losing the personal side of it and it just starts to go to bigger action bigger action bigger action less Mm -hmm. story Mm -hmm. but marvel doesn't really do that like they're like daredevil or sorry black widow was a very personal film it was Mm -hmm. let's get to know let's get to know her better you know and right but that and that's refreshing like me okay yeah maybe it's boring Mm -hmm. for some but i I like like even in a role-playing game we're playing tabletop i want story Mm -hmm. i want development i I want that action sequences yeah. are great but if they're just action like if it's like just fast and furious then it's just purely action sequences which yeah, are and great, i feel like right? I, and i feel like she's uh she's part of the original avengers so i feel like she des- definitely deserves her own oh, yeah. movie or show and like i don't know what their problems but like david harbour was so much fun there yeah what what there was a problem with david harbour he was great he was amazing like I would love a show with him now. Oh my god. <laughs> he was just entertaining. Yeah. No, but it was it was a good movie. Um it's just like I don't know. I, I think I think it's just like people like um how they watch Marvel movies. I, I think some people do watch it like, oh okay, Avengers up here, Endgame's up here. And so to them it's like, oh, the next Marvel movie needs to be up here, whether or not it's an origin story or you know, a straight up like, you know, they're fighting one villain or yeah. or something but it's not um it's not like that and i know their shows um we were, we talked about this before where they're kind of experimenting on a storytelling style like yes. as shown as the last like three three series um and all work to some on different levels but um you can't expect that for everything especially no. if they're trying to be uh trying to make like a more personal movie and uh more of a tribute movie i think to black widow yeah but the, yeah. the the other thing too is they're developing new characters and they're like well we want to see iron man and captain america but why yeah, well, yeah what like, else but you didn't care about them before those movies came out yeah so you yeah. fell in love with those characters they're going to do the same thing over again and i mean um scarlet witch like what a freaking interesting character now like mm-hmm. they yeah. did a slow build in the last phases but mm-hmm. now she's getting time to mm-hmm. you know to to mature and progress and and have her own stories and yeah whatnot. yeah but they finally did it with hawkeye too mm-hmm. you know we get to know who he is you know yeah. just get little hints and and sure they should tell us who he is and you know yeah. what he is and dr strange was kind of like kind of the 
I found he was like the outlier in the last phase. He kind of had his movie, but then he didn't get a second film in the last mm-hmm. phases, which, yeah. but, but he did have a great character arc. Right. Yeah. You no, know, but his character arc is just starting. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. And now um, that's why the uh, what if episodes are, um, are really important mm-hmm. <laughs> because it gives you another side of them. It could be an alternate side, alternate like alternate universe um, side, or it could be just them how they are, which I think ties into the Doctor Strange movie coming up. Yeah. So there's a lot of extra things going on mm-hmm. <laughs> in that yeah. trailer, and there's a lot of theories now <laughs> coming yeah. out. So, so just recently, like, so the I think the big one, I think the biggest one is uh, Patrick Stewart maybe in the trailer i mean it looks like him it sounds like him Mm -hmm. there i mean even the posture the way he's sitting like Mm -hmm. if it's not him you know then i don't know who that (laughs) i mean what he's he's been at he was interviewed and he was asked Mm -hmm. he goes oh there's lots of people that do imitations of patrick stewart in the world Mm -hmm. and he just left it at that so i mean i but i mean he's not allowed to say he's in it right like are you in the new Doctor Strange movie? Oh yeah, definitely I am. Like I'm yeah. not. You're not going like, to. Uh, Toby and Andrew Garfield like yeah. kept denying that they're in Spider Man till the very end. Right? So I mean, like they can't just say that. Like uh, yes, I'm going to cameo in there. Yeah. I have a role. And I'm going to tell your little radio show in mm-hmm. uh, the south of Wales. I'm going to yeah. give you the scoop that I'm. Yeah, in. yeah. Like come on. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> So um, yeah, I think like him, his his voice is so iconic that you hear it and you're like, you just know who he is. Um, so yeah, like that that scene alone, like I have so many questions, right? Like, are they gonna feel fill all the all the seats there? Mm-hmm. X Men gonna be a thing? <laughs> like, what's going on? And uh, the rumors that they might have cast, um, they might have a new uh, Wolverine coming out yeah though that's been making the rounds the last you know which is days. um that's uh that's very scary because hugh jackman even though his movies are not the greatest <laughs> um he was a good very very good wolverine it's like um it's like robert downey jr with his yeah. iron man movies like then the iron man movies not the greatest but he just played it so well yeah. that People loved him regardless. Yeah, so he, made, he made the character. He yeah. owned, like he took ownership of the character and, and made it his own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like this isn't the same thing with uh, Hugh Jackman. He did the same thing. Does Hugh Jackman look anything like Wolverine? Not totally. You know, he's too well, tall. He, that's, but but when when you say Wolverine, like live action, that's what like the first image that I have yeah. in mind is Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. And that's, and that's fine because then what they do, the comics, they retrofit. Now suddenly Iron Man looks like Robert Downey Jr., but he didn't really before. He looked like uh, mm-hmm. he was designed on Errol Flynn, mm-hmm. the action star of the what, 30s or whatever it was, or 20s or 30s. So, yeah. you know, they can reinvent things that way, and, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm, I'm ready for a new – I don't need any more Hugh Jackman. I think I'm okay with that. Like, if they, yeah. they have a way of explaining it and not just putting another face – on there but they can actually just take somebody and they're like oh they should cast tom hardy or oh they should cast i don't know um um oh my god uh carl the, urban yeah, yeah you know and they're like 
you don't need to cast somebody like that. Like there's like uh Taryn Edgerton, I think was, was Yeah, yes, uh, the uh, Kingsman guy. Yeah. yeah. Like I I would rather they go in that direction. Mhm. And as a, I'm just curious to see what Marvel's yeah, I'm just curious like to see what Marvel's like spin on the X-Men would be because that's not a very successful um, uh, Fox uh, franchise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the movies are um, kind of sad, but uh, so I'm curious to see what Marvel's like spin on it will be. Like, how are they going to turn this around like they did with like Spider-Man, right? Like, and then how they're going to introduce all the characters, but I'm not getting my hopes too, too high because... Um, Anything could happen with this movie, it looks like. I don't think the Patrick Stewart in this trailer is going to be the Professor X that we know. Mm-hmm. I think he, if if it is in fact him, which we think it is, mm-hmm. let's just say it is. If it is him, mm-hmm. he is part of this interdimensional Illuminati, which is yeah. different than the comics. So the comics was Earth 616, which is the Marvel Earth. They were mm-hmm. all of that Earth. So this mm-hmm. seems like it might be a omniversal Illuminati, or it might be Illuminati yeah. from all from one other dimension, right? With everything fractured. But the the theory that I have, which I which I've been dying to share with you, okay. <laughs> that this Illuminati yeah. came out of Loki, and one of the Illuminati okay. is Kang. Okay. And Professor X, which is pulled from, I guess, the X-Men, like the Fox X-Men universe, which is fine. So I think they're going to pull him. They're going to pull a different Reed Richards, potentially, Mm -hmm. which they're saying John Mm -hmm. Krasinski, maybe. I don't know, whatever. And I think they're going to pull a Namor. And I think they're just going to kind of pull these other characters that might potentially, which I think the hint is, these are these characters. This is how they bring the Fantastic Four in. This is how they bring the X-Men mm-hmm. in. I think it is, yeah. but I don't think those are the characters that are going to be the characters that we're introduced to. I think they're just going to be a variant. And then after we're going to get... That's just going to be our version. introduction kind of to their own uh, their own thing, right? Um, which is not a bad way to approach it because... Um, this multiverse thing just really opens so many possibilities for Marvel. It's such a great move on their part to open this because they could like literally try everything. And if it doesn't work, it's just a one timeline that we can exactly. cut off. Right. Exactly. So, which is, I think uh, professor X is going to be, he's just, mm-hmm. look, we're going to pay homage to Patrick Stewart. We're bringing him in this and he's going to be that Patrick Stewart. The bridge to X-Men, I think it's just like an introduction. Yeah, but he'll be the bridge to X-Men and we'll call it Earth 616 because that's what it is in the comics. But Mm -hmm. there is an X-Men in 616. Mm -hmm. But the breaking of things, I think, is we're going to to see uh, the current timeline is going to be a variant timeline. Like our timeline, the 616 timeline is going to be a variant timeline. And the X-Men have always been there now somehow. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going to be a whole new cast, a whole new everything. Yeah. I think they're going to make the team younger. I think I think they're going to make them. I think they might go with the teenage route or late mm-hmm. teens, you know, like. the. But I don't know if they're going to go with the standard same characters that they had in the Fox X-Men. I don't think it's a smart move to do it that way. I think they're just going to they're going to pick the ones they want. Right. 
maybe Cyclops, but maybe not Wolverine, you know, maybe yeah. not Storm, but maybe Banshee or something, or like they're right. just gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna make their own team, right? I think. And I think Wolverine comes later. Like if they, like in the comics, they had the young teenager team and they were around for like 80 issues or whatever. And then they introduced the second X-Men team and they were all adults and they replaced the original team. Mm -hmm. So maybe they did something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They can literally do anything they want. Um, There are just so many scenes in that trailer that you're just like, wait, what's this? What's this? What's this? Like, what's happening? Like, in the middle of uh, the multiverse, like, middle ground or something. And then there's a bunch of Ultrons. (laughs) There's a bunch, uh, two Wandas. Yeah, Doctor Doctor Strange in different costumes, and then two or three Doctor Stranges potentially. Oh yeah, yeah. There's so many Doctor Strange um, variants there, Um, but like I kind of like what. um, Do you think one of the other Doctor Stranges is part of the Illuminati? Could be, yeah. Yeah, Could be. That would be cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Him and Kang, right? And Doctor Doom or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor Doom or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Doctor Doom that we've been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, but maybe it's not that Doctor Doom. Maybe it's... Yeah, yeah. Could be someone else. Uh, <laughs> Wanda had a good line there um, where uh, she said something along the lines of like, when I did that, everyone kind of hated yes. her. And then uh, somehow he's the hero when he does yeah, it. So yeah. I thought I was like, oh, that was so kind good. of interesting. Yeah, so I don't know if Wanda's going to be on your side or this Wanda's uh, variant Wanda, different one. So no vision, though. We didn't see any vision in the mm-hmm. trailer. I was wondering, but she does mention him. She And she mm-hmm. calls him Viz. That yeah. was her nickname for him. And I'm But like, we also know that the white vision is wandering around somewhere. I think the white vision would show up. I, I think yeah. they're keeping that under wraps. I, I'm curious if they're going to kind of make the uh, shows as a requirement to watch the movies you know like i i if people let's say don't have disney plus and they're just going for the movies like how are they gonna introduce the white vision or all of these concepts if people didn't watch that like i don't know if it's some if this is a movie that's watchable on its own without the people having to watch everything or maybe it's a you know marketing for disney plus because the the last two avengers movies I don't know how you could have watched those without knowing. Without watching the others. But I think you could, it's like, oh, I'm a fan of the I'm a fan of the Captain mm-hmm. America trilogy, but I didn't really watch the Iron Man stuff and I didn't really watch mm-hmm. the Iron Man stuff. So that you had, I think you had to watch something to go into those Avengers movies, but not necessarily everything. Like there's enough for you to follow your character along. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's kind of the way it was laid out. But um, I, I heard a rumor, and this is just because I'm a big fan. I heard that we're going to get Captain Carter in Doctor Strange. And do you know who's uh, playing? Like the same character, same, same, same actress? actress? Yeah. Okay, cool. Because, I don't know. I just, I have a feeling. I don't know why, but her, her prominence in the What If show Mm-hmm. and the the alternate Doctor Strange prominence mm-hmm. and Ultron they were so big in there and I just feel mm-hmm. like, 
and we and we had zombie Doctor Strange it. at the end of the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I think Ultron is a thing, but maybe it's the Ultron. This Ultron is from another universe, mm-hmm. and that universe, that Tony Stark is um, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. He made the Ultron, but the Ultron actually worked because mm-hmm. there was no vision. Yeah. But the other theory I heard was that the Illuminati are composed of six people and each of them have one of the stones. And that's how they do what they do. Okay. And by keeping the stones separate, they keep it away from Thanos. So they never had a Thanos Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the other universe, potentially. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. There's lots of theories. Yeah. Yeah, I cannot wait. Like it's uh it's soon. <laughs> it's May, right? Yeah, yeah. April, March, May. It's three. Yeah, like, like uh well Batman first rate, right? like Batman's like next 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 week. So oh, I'm, next, I'm, week? next next week, March four, I believe. This might be the first time Sylvie's actually interested. I, like I'm always interested in Batman. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, I know Batman is your thing. Sylvia, so, like, uh, like the Dark Knight trilogy was just too dark for her, and she, mm-hmm. she was okay, but she likes a little more happier fare. But Robert Pattinson might be the center for her, like because he is a, he is a phenomenal actor. I I love everything he does. <laughs> He's really good. Did you see the Lighthouse? Yep. Yep. Holy fuck. <laughs> um he that one's great good time he's great in good time i gotta see that one i haven't seen it that yet. one's on netflix um the king where he plays uh, um against uh timothy chalamet who's also oh, wow. also a great actor um and he's just so versatile like he changes like there's the one another one with um tom holland like the the devil around us i think okay. and Robert panson is phenomenal in that as well and they're all of these movies he's not playing the same character and i saw an interview where he said like i just pick and choose um uh a script that's furthest away from (laughs) the last thing i did or something completely different or something weird that that i i want to challenge myself to play which i'm like that's that's really good because he is pulling the characters off right he's pulling the accents off he's pulling the persona um and so he's doing but he's just he's literally just like challenging himself he's just like having fun i'm just picking and choosing what projects i want um to have fun i think sylvie and i have a um uh, uh underdog thing with him and Kristen Stewart and that they were so hated for the Twilight movies but it's like they didn't make the Twilight movies no they were high they were just in it yeah they acted they did the best they could which I think was mm-hmm. really good I, I think they're both great it's a story it's just the story that they were given is yeah. there's not much there <laughs> like I don't criticize like this guy, this guy on Twitter, Joe, we'll say his name is Joe. I don't criticize him because he works for Rogers. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think, I don't think he sucks because he works for Rogers. It's like, it's, it's like when, uh, when Joe. people attacked um, uh, Kelly from Star Wars. Yeah. 
Like that was so like the internet is so mean to her. Was so mean to her when she didn't write the script. She just played the part. Yeah. Did the thing in episode eight, and everyone. Here's a bunch of money. Her. Do you want to be in a Star yeah. Wars movie? She's like, okay. You say yeah. You'd be stupid not to say yes. Right. I yeah. mean, it's it's an. And she didn't. She didn't write any of that. She didn't ask to you know have Rose you know mess this up or have have a little thing with the like, Finn. Like no one, she didn't ask for that, but people no. attacked her pers- like, personally for that, which is, um, which is sad, really, really you sad. Can, you can dislike a movie, but you can't dislike the actor or the actress yeah. or the producer or whatever. It's it's a, a hundred thousands of people put that movie together. And it's like, it, it, it's just um, certain people has that, again, the same thing goes with like, um, again, going back to Hugh Jackman and Robert Downey Jr. Movies. Where I would say like those like the Wolverine the two Wolverine movies are like way 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 worse on episode eight than what they were criticizing Rose for but yeah. I don't know they just like everyone loves Hugh Jackman that like okay we can't hate on him we can just hate on the movie itself but like for some for certain movies for certain people oh we're hating on the actress actor or actress themselves rather for some than reason it's easier to hate the person if they're an actress versus an actor and that pisses True. me off like Right, Kristen why? Stewart is getting more hate than Robert Pattinson. Yeah, for and it's sure. like, why? There's, yeah. there's, they're both in the same movie, but yeah. I don't know. You know, and they both like to be honest. They're saying, well, their acting wasn't good. Well, their acting was on the same level. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but 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 again, they were hired to do the job. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. It bugs me, but so uh, whenever they put something out, I'm like rah rah because like mm-hmm. fuck you they still have a career right let them have a career yeah like why why do you want to prevent them from going to work yeah like now now everyone uh is watching that um princess diana trailer with kristen Stewart, and they're like oh wow like i guess she can act I'm like because she's been yeah. doing it for like you guys just like yeah i don't know criticize her so much for playing this character that she was told to play <laughs> and it's kind of like typecasted her in that and she's been stretching herself too oh absolutely she's, yeah she's doing like, she's doing different things too yeah yeah so um yeah hey I, I don't mind the twilight movies i don't i just like i just like i'm not a fan of the story like i like i did try to like it i did watch like maybe two did i watch the third i can't remember like a few of those movies i watched and i tried to give it a chance like i read the book was just like so much hard it's the one that's the one series where like the book is just so much harder to stomach than the movie. In the movies, I agree. The movie felt like faster. Okay, I could do this, but the book was just like pages and pages of like two hours. Yeah, can't finish the, the book. It's just like it's a, it's a torture. So yeah, yeah, I, I'll like I've worked in a bookstore and I I can't criticize. Excuse me, I can't criticize something if I haven't read it or seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's not fair for me to criticize. Right. I haven't read. Yeah. It. So I read. Yeah. Sylvie liked it. She really liked the books. I read the books. The movies came out. I watched the movies. Now, do I think the the books are high literature? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> are they the worst thing ever written? No. There's certainly things that are much worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, are the movies the worst thing? No. Like I, there's moments in the movies that are good, but I mean, it is what it is. It is what like it is. Like that's the material that they were given to work with, and 
you know, I guess the book the book got really big at the time, so yeah. they had to make a movie out of it. Like to, they got to capitalize on that. But she was an indie writer. Mm-hmm. She wrote she wrote the books on her on her blog, mm-hmm. and it got traction, and yeah. she managed to make a career out of it. Like I can't. It just I, it, it is like quite amazing how yeah, it's just amazing how. Um, uh how it got so much traction and so much attention like it was the everyone was on the same wavelength at the time and it got so big um like the book was like okay to me but it was like more torturous than the movie for sure it was just like to me it was like oh my gosh it's so pages i got it i got it he's weird (laughs) but there's always a vampire thing like the 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 previous vampire thing that was massive was uh i think I'm thinking like as big as Twilight was the Anne Rice interview interview the, the vampire, vampire yeah. series. And then, and there's usually a like, usually, I don't know, every 10 years or 15 years or whatever it is. Yeah, it gets, there's, there, someone there, brings it back. To- <laughs> yeah. Someone writes a vampire story that connects with that particular generation. Yeah. For me, it was vampire Lestat and interview. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like that. series. I, I read them all and. I still want to see all the movies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, but I think it'd be interesting to see if that, get, that gets a renaissance as like yeah. HBO series or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, it's, a, it's a, it's a good series. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. And I think that's why it's hard for me to take Twilight because um, I have this thing where like, if, um, if something was done like really well, my standards are now that so I'm not taking vampires that sparkle because there's the picture of a vampire in uh, I read in the Anne Rice Anne. stuff and yeah, that's like, really that's good not, and yeah you took all that and threw everything out and just kept some of this stuff and put some fairy dust exactly out. yeah yeah it's like with the uh, Hunger Games and uh, Battle Royale <laughs> Um, sure. like I'm like I love Battle Royale so much it's one of my favorite books especially at the time and then like Hunger Games came out I'm like oh man this is like a PG-13 version of this and yeah. like very toned down but I get why they had to make it because obviously they all the killing in Battle Royale cannot be no. given to children and no. cannot be turned into a movie it's Lord of the Fro- Lord of the Flies though it's it's been recycled mm-hmm. right yeah. Yeah, recycled yeah. and then kind of reimagined for battle royale and then for mm-hmm. hunger games yeah 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 the same storylines like well like what did they say like there's a a, a finite like number of stories that we have and everyone just cycles through that um it's just a matter of like storytelling and um having great characters so and everything goes back to mythology because everything mm-hmm. started in mythology and then we're just retesting yeah. those myth- mythological stories and retelling mm-hmm. them you know yeah anyway yeah well this was fun yeah yeah awesome. okay well i'm gonna off to go play fallout okay enjoy all right okay, okay we'll talk to you later okay, bye. Hey, fans of the sean geek podcast this is the core geek talking at you did you know that the Sean Geek Podcast has merch available? That's right. Head on over to SeanMcGinnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. You'll be taken to the Sean Geek Podcast store on TeePublic, where you can find the Sean Geek Podcast logo on t-shirts, totes, masks, and more. And best of all, a portion of the sales goes to help support the podcast and allow Sean and Todd to keep bringing great content your way. Once again, go to SeanMcGinnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. While you're there, don't forget to download the latest episode.